Hello, in this episode of Firewords, we're going to look at a piece which really resonated with Dan from issue 11. It will contain some spoilers, so if you haven't got it already, you might want to visit www.firewords.co.uk forward slash 11. This is Sleep Warbler by Simon Lowe. So Dan, what made you really remember this piece? I think it's because it was. I found it so creepy and it stayed with me in that way. I found it quite unnerving. I also really liked how it crept up on you. Like the creepiness wasn't there at first, but then the more you read it, the more you realised how messed up this main character was. Because it starts quite plainly just talking about him listening to his son's strange noises over the monitor. But then it gets more and more dark as you find out more about this character. So the story is about this scientist uh, with a family at home and he's he starts becoming obsessed with listening to his family when they're sleeping, which is already quite creepy. <laughs> so it starts by listening to his son. Is that creepy? Should I not be listening to you? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he starts, I guess he's got the scientist's curiosity, he starts recording his wife sleeping to find out the noises she makes and he realises that she talks in her sleep quite a lot with these profound, obscure statements, which was quite amusing as well. The more the story builds, he becomes obsessed by listening to this and this is a spoiler, but he realises that it makes him so happy that he starts making sure his wife sleeps more often than not, <laughs> which is quite disturbing. I don't know if it says more about him and the relationship they have or or what, but it, it just, I found it quite creepy. I don't know about you. I think it's because the end goes to such an extreme mm -hmm. that it gets to beyond sleeping more often than not yeah. and develops into Always never waking up. Yeah. I think what you were saying about from the start, it kind of like seeming more normal and then creeping up on you. Do you think using the first person in that additive from the protagonist, do you think that adds to that sense of we're hearing from the lips of a normal guy and suddenly it's time yeah, to definitely. Dark. I think you tend to kind of trust a narrator, don't you? You're in their head, so you, you feel in safe hands. You don't often see first-person narratives from such a disturbing character, so I think that did add to the taken-by-surprise element mm. of it. And then at the start, when you're listening to the conversations he has, like he's telling you about conversations he's had with his family. So it's almost endearing. Mm. Like my wife, however, says the strangest things. You're almost like if you're in a relationship or had past relationships, maybe sitting there, a bit of empathy with a partner you've had that just says the strangest things, like almost nudging each other with your elbow, like, oh, imagine them saying that. And... You're putting yourself in his shoes, not thinking about what's going to happen. Mm. I think it's quite cleverly written as well. It, the way he speaks, it, he's quite cold. I guess he is psychopathic, so it's kind of that unnerving coldness. The way, you know, when he's talking about the experiments that he's doing on the mice. Mm. and like, But he can't pay attention because he's too busy listening to his wife sleeping. The stuff he's actually talking about is really disturbing. The experiments he's doing on mice, giving them cancer and stuff, and he just talks about them so matter-of-factly. It's like, oh my God, this guy's messed up. And then 
fitting in with the theme of power. It's him exercising complete power, giving the worst power to the worst people, mm-hmm. which people in certain positions can exercise. It's bleak. It's unfortunately realistic. Yeah, it's like complete power. And he's doing it in different ways. He's, he's actually playing God with the experiments he's doing on mice, with his family at home. And he's just, you know, like controlling their lives, which is ultimate power. And, you know, if you were walk, maybe working with him or a friend from school, you doubt whether you'd know what they were like, what, mm-hmm. what he was doing, which is very unsettling. Yeah. I think that's why this story saved me so much, because it, it really got under my skin. So... Yeah. Good work, Simon. Yeah, but there are some uplifting stories there if you do want to go online (laughs) and pick yourself up a coffee.